Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Thanks for being here. This is the College Investor Audio Show. And today, well, you know what? A little bit of a morbid topic, but it's something that is really worthy of discussion. Credit life insurance. Maybe you've wondered about this. If you have a mortgage, an auto loan, maybe some balances on a credit card, you're interested in the best strategy to pay off those debts and to help your family in case you do die. You know, perhaps you've even received credit life insurance offers from a lender and you're like, how does this thing work today? That's what we're going to talk about. What is credit life insurance? Now, sometimes referred to as payment protection insurance. You may have heard that. Now, the goal of credit life insurance is to pay off your debt, such as a home loan or credit card debt in the event of your passing. Now, types of debt you could pay off with this insurance Mortgage, auto loan, student loan debt, a personal loan, or even credit card debt. Now, there are two general avenues people use to pay off these debts. The first one, of course, traditional life insurance, where you pay a life insurance policy, such as term life, and name your heirs or estate as beneficiary of the policy with the intention they'll use the funds to pay off your creditors. You choose the amount and length of coverage, and the death benefit typically stays level throughout the life of the policy. Number two, credit life insurance. This is a unique type of life insurance policy in which the death benefit is tied to the amount you owe your creditor. You name your creditor as beneficiary to the policy, and the death benefit typically decreases with your loan balance. So here are maybe a couple of reasons why you might need this. When you pass away, in most states, your debt, debt only in your name, does not pass on to your family or spouse. So if you have 20K in credit card debt, you don't have to worry about sticking a family member with the responsibility of paying that off if you were to die unexpectedly. But there are at least two instances when you need credit life insurance. The first one is your estate is responsible. According to NerdWallet, your estate is responsible for your debts after you die. So if you pass away with any assets, such as a bank account, investments, house, vehicles, or business, the executor of your estate will need to use your assets to pay off your debts before your heirs get a penny. This is handled through probate. So even if your family may not be technically responsible for your debts, the debts can certainly eat up the assets you had hoped to leave them. <laughs> and if you own a business or property and no liquid assets exist to pay off debts at the time of your passing, your executor could have to sell these to raise funds to pay off your debt. Eek. If you've earned equity in your home or have a high-value business, that might make you cringe just a bit, uh, thinking your executor selling your business in a fire sale to pay off some credit card debt. Mm-mm. Your co-signer could suffer. The second thing is, if you have a co-signer or maybe a co-account holder on a loan or a credit card, your death will not result in the wipeout of your debt. Instead, they will continue to owe and need to make all the payment obligations to your creditor. If they're left without your income or any money to help, they could struggle to make timely payments, which could hurt their credit score or even result in defaulting on the debt. Don't want that to happen. So how does credit life insurance work? Okay, so now that you understand what credit life insurance is, 
what it can pay off and why you might need it, let's talk about how this thing works. To start, we need to reframe the way you think about life insurance. You see, when most people think of buying life insurance, they think of working with an agent or reaching out to buy it directly from company life, like uh, Ethos Life or Policy Genius. Sometimes a medical exam may be required and sometimes not, and pricing is typically pretty competitive. Credit life insurance is unique in that the offers typically come to you by mail from an insurance company working in tandem with your lender or by simply checking a box to include the insurance on your loan application. The approval process is extremely streamlined, requiring nothing more than answering a couple of application questions, such as gender and smoking status, and requires no medical exam. Some of the policies are guaranteed issue, meaning there are no questions at all. Hmm. So here are some pros and cons of credit life insurance. Because of this streamlined application process, buying credit life insurance is incredibly fast and convenient, but you do pay a premium, pun intended, for that convenience. (laughs) Since the insurance company knows dangerously little about you, they have to charge you a lot more to cover their potential risk. As a result, the typical credit life insurance policy costs three to four times what you'd pay if you just purchased a similar policy through Policy Genius. According to Wisconsin's Department of Financial Institutions, the WDFI, the average annual premiums for a credit life insurance policy for a 30-year-old is around 370 bucks versus only $78 per year for a traditional term life insurance policy. As if that wasn't enough, here are a couple of other caveats. It mostly helps the creditor. If you're considering credit life insurance, you need to understand that it pays out directly to the creditor. So from its infancy, its purpose is to protect the lender. That's one of the reasons they get in cahoots with the insurance companies to pitch you on life insurance. (laughs) While it can be beneficial if you have a co-signer or co-account holder, live in a community property state, or have a large amount of assets to leave behind to your family. Just remember, the purpose of these policies is to make your creditor whole without leaving any additional funds to your family or estate. The coverage decreases over time. Another downside to this type of product is that the coverage amount usually decreases over time as you start to pay down your debts. Meanwhile, the premiums remain level. This happens because you are only covered for the amount that you owe. For example... Say you have a 30-year, $500,000 mortgage, and you get a credit life insurance policy for $50 a month. Over time, as your mortgage balance decreases, so will the value of the policy. So, by year 10, let's say you owe $400,000 on your mortgage, and this would also mean that your mortgage life insurance or credit life insurance policy would only have a value of $400,000, but your monthly premium of $50 would stay the same. By contrast, the death benefit of a traditional term life insurance policy does not decrease over time. According to Dollar Sprout, a term policy offers a level coverage amount for the duration of the term length you choose, such as 10, 15, 20, or 30 years. Is credit life insurance worth it? Well, in all honesty, it probably isn't worth buying credit life insurance when you compare it to buying a traditional life insurance policy. In the traditional route, you can still go directly to a company and find convenient policies that don't require a medical exam. But the cost is much lower and your death benefit remains level. 
So traditional life insurance is the low-cost credit insurance alternative. By going the traditional life insurance route, you could get a life insurance policy that covers all of your debts. Over time, as you pay down your balances, your coverage amount would stay the same. So that in the event of your death, all your debts could be paid and anything left over would just go to your family. Here's a quick comparison. Say you pay off three hundred grand of your $500,000 mortgage and then you pass away. Let's compare using a $500,000 credit life insurance policy versus a traditional policy. With a credit life insurance policy, the mortgage would be paid off and your family's only benefit is being able to keep their home and live in it mortgage-free. However, if you did the same thing with a traditional life insurance policy, your family could pay the remaining $200,000 on the mortgage and keep $300,000 to use for whatever else they needed. It's a win for your creditors, but an even better win for your family. Let's talk about taking action. If you have any debt, it is essential to have some protection for your family when you pass away. While credit life insurance is an excellent way to clear a debt, it only benefits the creditor in the long run and usually only covers one specific obligation. There is also no reason to pay higher premiums for credit life insurance and get lower amounts of coverage. In all honesty, there's no better option than getting life insurance if you need a way to cover your debts and protect your family in the event of your death. My recommendation, use traditional life insurance for that coverage rather than credit life insurance. If you're not sure where to find the best policy, check out the collegeinvestor.com. My goodness, we have tons of resources there, all kinds of links, ways for you to find the top 10 companies to get you the best coverage and the best rates. That's what it's all about. We're just helping each other out. If you found this interesting, you can share this with a friend. That would be huge. And again, thank you so much for listening and taking control of your life and your money. You guys are awesome. And we'll talk to you on the next College Investor Audio Show.